Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington and JB with me. Yo. And we got a special guest today here. Um, bros work with Pablo, Gucci, McConan, Lil Zan, Lil Pump, Lil Uzi. Please welcome Danny Wolf. What's good, bro? What's good? Danny Wolf in the building. Thanks. So we uh, we see you got a little project coming out pretty soon. You want to talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, my album. It's, it's like, I've been working on it for a minute. It's got like Pablo, um, bands. Lil Pump, Lil Skies, just the whole gang, and shit, hopefully they like it. Yeah, it's, now it's more than producing, right? No, I'm not rapping. You're not rapping on no, it? Hell no. Oh, chill. Okay. Chill. Oh, okay. chill. Trying to burn me out. You know, we were talking about it earlier, we thought, I was like, you might be coming out as an artist too. Hell no, never. I might yeah. do some songwriting for someone, but I'll do some ghostwriting, but I'll never start. You see, you want to burn out? No, I'm not trying to burn out quick. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to stay in my lane. Y'all trying to burn me out? <laughs> oh, man. So how did, it tell, like, how did the project come about? Like, is this song, how long have you been, is it, has it been in the making? Um, honestly, I, I had this project in mind. I had the name in mind. It's called Night of the Wolf. But I don't know. I was just waiting for the right time. You know, it just didn't feel like it was right. And I was just gathering songs from sessions. Like, I had it ready. And then... It just the track list wasn't clicking, so I was just waiting it out. So now I feel ready. Are these songs that you kind of have just been like slowly building up, or did you like approach it like yes, like I want bro on this, I want bro like how have you, have you been piecing together like how Khaled does, or it's just kind of like fell together. Just whatever slaps. Yeah, I was just listening to it. It could have been there. I got I got Kenny B on there, or Kenny B Youngin, like an artist not a lot of people know about, but he's about to blow up. So just people that make hard shit. You know, I had the Skies record that I had for about a year, just holding on to it, making sure that the album sounds right. The Pump song, I've had it for like two years. And just, you know, like just holding on to it till perfect time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what What is like, what is perfect? Because a lot of producers just go and throw them on SoundCloud. Like what, what stopped you from just doing <laughs> No, that? like the homies are signed. I can't do them dirty like that. You know, like there's labels. They got a team investing in them. They got people that are, looking over their projects. I can't just do that to them. Yeah. It's fucked up. Has it been a process to get the records cleared and permission to do all this and stuff like that? Uh, no, not really. Like, but when you just fuck with an artist and you just show them love and you just do it out of genuine, you know, love, I guess, just like, they just fuck with you later on, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Pump, he called me like two, three years ago. We were just on the phone, just going through plans. Like, I, all, all the artists that I fuck with, like, I get them verses. I go and get them booked for shows. Like, I go, there's some, like, there's just artists that I just get them Ubers before anybody knew about them to get to the studio. Just, like, little shit like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, later on. I think that's big, when you, Yeah, really. Yeah, like, when you just ask them for the clearest songs, like, it's obvious, you know? Yeah. They're not going to be like, hell no. Lil Xan, his management will be like, yeah, Danny Wolf's family. Of course he can drop a song. Like, yeah. they know what's up. Like, the management knows. It's not like a. It's not like a big label thing because the label is no longer involved after that point. Because it really comes down to the artist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The artist is going to be like, hell no, I don't know this guy. Yeah. So that's how. I feel like stuff like that's big because like a lot of people are like, bro, why am I going to pay for this dude Uber when I'm not getting paid for these beats? Right. I'm doing all that. It's like. Too much know. greed in this world. Too much selfishness and too me, me, me. They just want to take, take, take. Uh, I want to drown in, in placements. Like, it's not about that, you know? A lot of producers are just like, we can sit here and just talk about how to be a producer, but, like, 
or the like some producers would come and be like, you gotta be cool, you gotta be, you gotta be the producer, you gotta lay back, you know what I'm saying? It's all about being cool, bro. Like, and it's like, no, bro, fuck that. It's about your mindset. It's about, it's about when this phone turns off, when the computer turns off, the camera turns off, and you're late at night, and them, them bad thoughts come to your head, and them things, the doubt and the fear come into your head. It's how you battle that. Like when, when Thought Slayer 291 underscore goes to sleep with his trolling <laughs> comment. Like when he, when he goes to sleep, when the haters go to sleep, when the people that show up, shout out to the people that show up. Like when the, when, the people, when the people go to sleep and this is all over with and you're not a producer anymore and you're not the Instagram persona that you think you are. Like when that shit is over with, it's how you deal with those mental battles. And then once you, once you deal with those late at night, Everything you do is just love, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not looking into, what do I gain from that? What do I gain from this Uber ride? Like, bro, we just going to, you're going to find the light at the end of the tunnel in someone else's tunnel. Mm. You know what I mean? Helping somebody else's out, like somebody else's vision out. So that's what I like to do. I'm not, when I made music, I didn't really think I was going to make any money from it. I didn't think this was going to go up. I just did it because I just wanted people to like some shit. I, like, it's like a roller coaster. Like, we're all on this rock. And we're just going through space. Like, my music is just trying to make the pain more, more tolerable. Mm. My album's making this shit more tolerable, mm. you know? Like, family shit we got going on. Personal shit a lot of people like to hide. The deep battles, your childhood, what fucked you up as a kid. Like, I, like bro, and just, like, trust me, like, I know what it's like to go through some fucked up shit. Like, I used to clean my middle school every day after class, like, and the music got me through it. I had to go up to my classmates and put a trash can in front of them and say, empty out your trash. I had to clean up the cafeteria every day after school. Why'd like, you have to do that? We were just struggling. Mm. Me and my mom lived under a, a church basement. And we had, bro, we had to eat so fast. <laughs> like the roaches would get to our food. Me and my brothers, we had to eat like hella quick or the shit would just be, we wouldn't have nothing to eat because mm-hmm. that's all we had to eat. So like, I just learned from a young age to like, just relax, you know, just shame about us. It's about getting everybody through it. Well, you know, some people will hear that and they'll be like, well, I never had to go through all that, so I can't be like how he is. I have to. I have to shit on everyone? Yeah. <laughs> it don't even sound right. It really doesn't. But, you know, like some people are like, well, I don't have it like that, so how can I? Those are the someone? people that just, those are, they're blessed. So they already, like, God must have seen something in them that we don't see in them. So we can't really, we can't really know if they're going through, say something that they don't go through that because they might be going through something worse. Like right. Through mm-hmm. suicide, through depression. Those are the main people that go, that have it the worst also right. because they just, they're so ungrateful for everything and just being ungrateful for stuff. Not all of them, but the people that you're talking about, like those are the people that have some mental battles. So I can't tell them they like that. We could just share what we know. And then they can take it how they want. It's yeah. almost like it can be either a curse or a blessing because when you grow, if you're born into that, into like being well off, it's like when you don't know what it's like without it, you can't really appreciate it. So it's like it's not Facts. it's part their fault and it's part not their fault. You know what I mean? So. And they look for answers and like they go through horoscopes. They look through witches, through greedy preachers. Numerology. They go, they go through numerology. They get they're the mains where they're really lost. So it's mm-hmm. like, we really don't know what's going on, but, but to share something that we know and they can take it how they want. <laughs> right, right. 
But like, don't, like, don't listen to the witches. Don't listen to the psychics. Don't listen to the to the greedy preachers because they're like, oh, if you don't tithe, you're going to hell. Like, if you ask them, all right, then who are you? It's like the biggest question mark. So I can't take advice from someone that doesn't even know themselves like that. So I just, I don't know myself like that. I don't know anything. But I just, you know, it's very, it's very like black and white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, they, if someone has had, if someone's greedy, why would I sit here and learn from somebody that's greedy? That means they're going to be holding some knowledge back from me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, uh. You I'm see, just quiet. I'll just be quiet. You seem pretty like enlightened though and stuff. Like, what are some of like the steps that you've taken? <laughs> you, say, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Though, like, bro, actually, actually, y'all, shit, bro. You ain't, grounded and stuff like that. Danny ain't even sitting on a chair right now. He's actually floating. He's floating. As it, he's floating. <laughs> Back to the beats. Back to making beats. <laughs> nah, but for real though, like, what are like maybe some some things like how do you, how have you like self taught or whatever? Sorry, have you had a mentor like? trying to think um honestly just fasting and praying mm-hmm. um Aaron knows a lot about that yes sir you on a fast uh, right now right yes sir <laughs> you know it's the beginning of the new year you got facts yeah you know year. y'all should be interviewing him <laughs> shit I don't know anything um I don't know nothing just as much as, yeah, I don't know nothing I don't either. know nothing I'm just I sharing think that's, that's what that's what wise people do they admit that they they don't know it all you know what I'm saying yeah mm. it's like when you come encounter to the one that knows everything you realize you don't know Jack mm. you don't know yeah. nothing mm. damn you snapping <laughs> nah. he answered that question <laughs> facts so so every relationship you have with music artists is more personal than just you know what I'm saying cooking up uh, yeah, every time. I I mean, once you get signed to a label, you got to kind of just play it cool and just listen to the A&Rs. If they want you to show up, you know, they're investing in you. So, of course, I'll show up. I'm not going to be rude to you. But I fucked mm-hmm. up. know what I got going on. I, I just listened. But, yeah, when I first started, yeah, it was just pulling up, just showing up, yeah. really. That's just the key, just showing up. Like, with Pablo, um, I was an intern. I shot a video met this rapper he had a session with pablo i told the rapper i had beats and then boom pablo walks into the room and then we just that just led to where we are today so like it's just that's just how it went and then with pomp with everybody with every artist that i've ever worked with is just like that mcconan i was gonna shoot a video for him um pomp smoke perp you said you shooting videos yeah i used to shoot videos mm. you don't do no more hmm? you don't shoot videos no more no, but I want to. Mm. Like I'm, I'm trying to. Well, if it, the opportunity shows up, I'll do it. But yeah, I definitely know my shit. I used to edit videos and stuff. So you were doing both at the same time mm-hmm. before you went 100%. Mm-hmm. And I was working a job at Wendy's and Cold Stone. I know how to whip up some Damn. crazy ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the, is, is, a, is a Wendy's Frosty as good as uh, Cold Stone? Nah. Nah, but Wendy's shit is legit though. It's legit. The real <laughs> meat. Really? I don't even work for them. Is it for real? Them. Is Hell it real? Yeah. It's real meat? Hell yeah. Dang. I don't even work for them anymore, but I'm just... No cap. I mean, that's sponsorship, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so uh, are you putting out this album, like, with a label, or are you independent? Like, I'm independent. I own all my stuff. Um, it's just uh, my label is with Streamcut. They're, they're, like, a... They're a really good label. They just, you know... Um, Gunners with them, young bands. They got a good roster. 
like we just chat we own our stuff like why would why would i not do that you know and they get they they take care of us really well so it's like shit this other person's offering this and then this person's has no strings attached Mm. it's like is it an admin deal Admin deal. Mm-hmm. So talk to us what like about for people that don't know what an admin deal is. Well, for, hold on. First, before you get to that, so can you talk a little bit about what StreamCut is because I didn't know they were a label. I thought they were just a streaming service, like just a service. Yeah, a service to collect money for producers mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, Probably. I mean, shit. It looks like they made the right choices, and then they just started offering label services too. Mm-hmm. So, wow. like, um, it well, I don't know what everybody else's stuff is, but they they're just a good. Like, as a producer, you want to have a good team. You mm-hmm. want to have a good foundation. So you can just kind of filter out the weird industry shit. Mm-hmm. So they're just that good team that you're looking for. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're that. They're those people that look over that paperwork so you don't get fucked over. The publishing deal so you don't throw away 80% of your catalog and you gotta right. you don't own that anymore and you got to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, you know, it's a good team. Yeah. I have no complaints, bro. That's... Yeah, I know, I know, I know about Strength Cut. Yeah, they're like across the street. I think. Yeah, right. So they're they're like kind of like a, a new new waves, new style, new techniques. New wave yeah, shit, bro. Yeah. Mm. New wave shit. We own our stuff. You think uh, pub deals and signing people and stuff is burned out? Nah, nah. I think, I think, it'd be a blessing in disguise or not. I don't know. It just depends on the person. It depends on your intentions. You know, like yeah. it just depends. Under what circumstance would you sign like a major deal? Chat, I need a hundred million. A <laughs> hundred M's. Yeah. Damn. That's a check. I mean, that's what the that's what some of the people at the major labels even told me. They're like, don't sign no pub deal unless they're giving you a hundred or yeah. fifty or something. Yeah, and man, I was something like crazy. Yeah, I would respect that. I was that was real as fuck. I was like, okay, bet. Mm. Is there any like any gems or sauce that you've you've learned from, you know? being in these corporate meetings and dealing with these people like that that you could drop? Just don't be thirsty. Don't be out here making yourself look crazy, you know? And whatever happens, happens. Just go with it. You know, if they don't fuck with you, okay, they don't fuck with you. They'll fuck with you later on. It wasn't meant to be. It's just people are too caught up in their own timing, you know? Like... What do you mean by that? Like, everything, like... Everything's already been written for us, so the beginning and the end's already been written, so, like, there's no, it's not on your time either way. Like, everything is just... Do you think it's out of your hands? It's what? What is it called? Law of Attraction? No, it's like a... No, I don't think... A Law of Attraction is too much soul power and too much, like, me, me, me. I'm going to attract everything. Everything's going to happen for me. But when you realize you're here for everybody else, you kind of move differently. Mm-hmm. You know? What's best for the entire universe? Yeah, you have too many. Like that just like holds up too much expectations. And then they're like, this shit doesn't work, and then you lose faith. But I think there is definitely some 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 realness and some truth to that, though. It is. It is. It's like some some sort of clarity, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's everything. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think me sitting here and saying this interview is going to go great for myself right, would right. would would put you in awareness of how he feels or how you feel or he feels because I'm just too worried about me. Instead mm. of just like, all right, like, how do we 
how do I answer you what you want to say? How do you, then you get a, you know what I'm saying? Like just mm-hmm. operating okay. differently. It's like you're basing it off of serving someone else. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just serving you, like trying to give you the best answer, trying to make sure he gets the best angle, the best this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? That just comes about like the law of attraction is just, it's just like a bonus. Mm. Feel like a lot of people get too caught up with the law of attraction and like uh they look I'm so enlightened. Yeah, it's like like it's almost like a it's like fall it's it's there's truth to it, like cause there's power in your words, yeah. and I think that's what it's all based off of, but it's like it's almost a little too hyped up version of it. Like uh when yeah. they first tell you when you first learn about it, you just like hundred M's tomorrow, hundred M's tomorrow, hundred M's tomorrow, it's gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, and they just sit it's, there. It's, <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. What do they call them affirmations and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then they just like post it on Instagram, and then they just close their phone. Yeah, so I got a question. Um, you recently tweeted. I've been tweeting in a minute. This Big Mensa is officially burnt the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain? I was just like, wilding, bro. I'm I'm a tweak. I just be wilding sometimes. <laughs> I just shit. I don't know. I just, is it true though? He burned out. I should have deleted that. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard bro's music to be honest. I'm not familiar. Me either. I never heard yeah. of I never heard of Vic Miss's song. I never, I never I, it was I more like this it was one. more like him on Instagram and just glorifying the fact that he made fun of somebody in front of their mother that was dead. Yeah. That's some burnt shit. That is burnt. Like you're gonna diss someone and like he's dead. Like let him rest in peace, bro. Yeah. You know? Like let let him have his ways, you know. Whatever he did, it don't matter. Yeah. Like let him do him, you know. He impacted a lot of people's lives. Like everyone's just too busy highlighting what they did wrong, yeah. you know. So mm. like, like okay, you're cool. <laughs> you dissed you dissed the dead person. That to me that was burnt. That's what I meant by that. Not like his shit's all over the way. Like yeah. that's not how I meant that. <laughs> Yeah. How do you maneuver through this, like the in this this industry? I don't know about like in other industries if it's as it is, it's the same. It's definitely the same. Like you don't think it's a little bit different, elevated, a little bit more elevated in entertainment rather than because in entertainment they don't. It's not as a lot of it's word. You take my word, I take your word, and I feel like in a lot of other businesses, uh, it's more contract, like more contracts, so you can go like there's a lot oh, of people, like things in writing. Yeah, yeah, you know um, what I mean. There's more structure to it while here. It's more mm-hmm. fluid, so yeah. it's kind of there's a lot of shit based off handshakes. And exactly. Like that, yeah. So how do you maneuver through those false handshakes or like talk to us? You know what I mean? Just like the cat, right? the universal cat, <laughs> <laughs> the the cap rap, the rap cap, rap um, cap, real rap cap. Was there any point that, like, were you shocked at certain things? Or, like, were there experiences where you just like, what? I was, hell yeah, hell yeah. Like, that's what I was telling you, just praying and fasting. Like, it, it just keeps you away from all that. But mm. um, well, I just I just maneuver by feeling, feeling it out. I don't go a lot of places. I don't go with the rappers everywhere to every show, you know, like, see what's going on on the news you see what's going on trending with certain rappers and certain things happening to them like i try to protect my energy and you know i i'm not too caught up in the let me go here let me go there let me go to every session that he's at let me go to every session that that they're that got going something going on you know i just try to feel it out and i don't know 
And people have intentions. The world's fucked up, bro. The world's a fucked up place. So I just, I don't know. If it feels right, I'll do it. If it doesn't, I'll just stay home. I'm, I'll make all my music from home. Mm. Mm. Like, I'll just track outs and stuff like that. I'll go to the studio, book it for a whole day, da 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 and then head right back. Like, if there's too many people at the studio, I'm out, you know? If there's too many people that are around there that, that I can kind of sense, like, some sort of weird shit's going on. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Like, it's not, it's not to be like, oh, like, something bad's going to happen to me. I just know that, like... Protect your energy, like you said. Yeah, like, someone might be... Someone might just start talking jealous or talking shit about someone. I don't want to partake in that, mm-hmm. you know? So someone starts to belittle this person, what he's got going on, or and then he goes on, and then you go on, and then you go on. Like, burns your spirit down. Yeah, it just burns me out. And then you go home, and you feel weird, and then you start getting jealous and envious, and you mm-hmm. start getting depressed and shit, and then you start having nightmares. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I'm out of there, dude. All right, I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to think that's a gem. So talk to us about um, the Hood Wolf series. So, uh, you know, you kind of went over how you linked with Pablo. How did you actually get the Hood Wolf series going? And how were you able to be, like, featured as an artist? Like, that's Pablo and Danny. Like Shit. It was just from the start. He was the first person to rap on my beats. Mm. And um, we just had so many songs. And we, I was pulling up to him to this uh, studio in Shallowford. He was still busting plays and shit. Like we were just, we were just both with having our own shit going on. But we would just always find some time to link up, make some shit. Like, but a lot of the artists, sometimes they get busy on the road and stuff, so you don't really communicate with them that much. But like the first Hood Wolf, nobody was fucking with us. Like no label had any, didn't want anything to do with him. All of that. So it was just me and Pablo. You know, like it was just me and him working together. It would only be right if we did that. Like no one cares about us. Like we're just doing this just to do it. Yeah. You know, but y'all yeah. had had fans at that point. Definitely, I mean, a fan base. we had a fan base, but to us, we didn't have shit. Mm. You know, so we were just being hungry and just making shit every day. And you know, like when I was making the records, I would see him doing shit in the streets and just having the wrong people around him. I will always tell them, like, bro, none of those people really care about you. They're just going to drain you out. Like, just focus on this shit. Like, don't go do this. Don't don't let this, don't let all this stuff go. So me giving him that advice just made him, like, care more about what I had going on. So they mm. put me on as an artist, you know, like when, when he had a bad team. Like, we used to have a, a, a certain team. What I don't know what his business is like that. I don't want to put his business out like that. But, like, we had people that were associates of us that, handled our business i fired them i was like bro these people don't do good paperwork they did this to a song that went platinum for me da, 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 da. keep that person away from you go get a new this go get a new that like you know just like just telling him the truth bro just being up front like hey bro these people don't have no intentions they just show up when something happens so do that like this artist that you signed these artists that you that you care about so much they're gonna turn on you like you know what I mean? Like yeah. just, just shit like that is what he he texts the out the label. Make sure Danny's name is on the album. Mm. Make sure Danny. Make sure y'all put pay Danny. Make sure you shit like that. So that's how it came about. It wasn't that I rushed it or I told the label, put my name on it or I'm gonna 
take the shit down. Right, 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 right. Nah, it was just him telling them that. The majority of the time for my stuff is an artist telling the label, like, yeah, yeah, this, that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. Make sure Danny does this. Yeah, I was going to say, was it different the second time around when there was a label involved? Was there any, like... Yeah, it was... <clears throat> it was it was just label shit. It's not yeah. that it was a bad thing. It yeah. was just they were trying to look out, you know? Yeah. They made us do a rollout, shoot videos, do this, um, taking care of his stuff. It was it, it's just more people are involved, so yeah. it takes more time. And when you're when you're dealing when you're an independent producer and you're dealing with, you know, something like this where a label, like I feel like they might be like, unless they have you on paperwork, they might be shy about giving you that exposure. Does, does that kind of thing exist? I could imagine. I mean, it, it would only make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just the world. Yeah. But they can say whatever they want. Like, I, we got it on the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be mad at them. I'm going to just find a way. When you, yeah. I feel you. Especially when yeah, it worked out, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, as long as it worked out, it, they can think whatever. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the We Don't Love Them track. Talk to us a little bit about how that happened. Then I got some specific questions about the on the production side. Yeah, it was it was me and my boy Jace, and then another thing, a label thing. Like you said, they don't like to give everybody exposure. Like they don't they if if you didn't put in the hours, they're gonna sometimes like it's weird. It's like they'll they'll credit the bigger producer, which mm-hmm. I hate. Which is why I started signing my own producer, so I have more control over mm-hmm. it, and I can put their name on the shit. Mm. And make sure that they get their credits because I'm turning in the project. Yeah. So like with the Hood Wolf too, you'll see all the production credits. It's because I was I had a little bit more control and I had a little bit more reputation and leverage. Yeah, leverage. Like mm. before, like before, if like me and you made a beat and I submitted it to him, you just know me. Mm. So you're just worried about being cool with me. So yeah. you just put Danny Wolf this and that, and we don't love him. It was just the same thing, like. It was my homie, like, Jace, and he's this kid in school. And I've discovered him. He just, he was on SoundCloud. I mean, I don't think anybody rapped on his stuff. But I just thought he was hard, mm-hmm. just like with other rappers and stuff. So I'm just like, bro, let's work. We see, he sends the collab. I send him, do-do-do. We tweak it up, mix it up. Went, same day, got, gave it to Pablo. I really didn't like the record. Really? Like, like, nah, I just, we made so many records that I know when Pablo, being Pablo, so... I just thought it was another record. I, he texted it to me, and I just ignored it. <laughs> like, I was just, like he just they just always text me records, so I'm just like, okay. But they send me records to keep track of it. It's not to ignore it. It's just so that I... Have a catalog. Yeah, I have a catalog and have the sessions in order. So when it comes time to mix it, I I know what they... Because, bro, I do, like, majority of the behind-the-scenes shit, so... The mixing, too? Yeah, the mixing. I wouldn't go and get the song mix, go and get the session. Um, sometimes I set up the camera guy to go shoot the video. Uh, the artwork. Um, trying to remember. Oh, the clearances with the label. I talk to the people that are in charge of so and so shit. So I tell him the splits, the the percentages, all of that. Like, so it's just that was just how that record came about. I'm just breaking it down for the producer. Right, 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 right. So right. The, the full story. Um, the production. Shit, we just made another beat, bro. Yeah, just another shit. beat. I had a question about the hi hats. <laughs> you talking about the little Mexican hi hats? Yeah. So what's like the, the ethnic style? Yeah. The first okay. So the first thing I thought I was like, they're so off the grid. I was like, maybe he used the arpeggiator on them and then just shifted them off. It's just a delay. 
Just delay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have it set like on any step. It's just kind of off. Just a swing. Mm-hmm. They like the little yeah. swing slider. Yeah. Oh, swing. you have no idea how long I've been thinking about that. Every time I say, <laughs> like, hey, how did I? It's Dang. just a swing. Like yeah. some people may just make beats and they sound so perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. way too. Like, I like to just like if you're playing the drums, it's gonna kind of sound kind of like a little off, a little right. second off. Yeah. Like, a we little... put the swing on the melody too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it sounds more natural. Yeah. Right. Like it just and I'm Mexican, so I like to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like to make my family proud. <laughs> right. So I just so like. <laughs> Just, um, I don't know, just Mexican shit. Lately, I've been, like, with this Young Bands album that me and Young Bands are going to drop. It's mostly just, um, like, mariachis and just some hard shit, but it's, like, Mexican now. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I don't know. I just like to add me to it. So. I have one more question about the 808. What is that? What is that 808? Is it just a regular 808? Just a regular 808, but it's just, like, the way that, that Jace painted it out, honestly. Jace did that shit. That's mm-hmm. his sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't even want cap. As his sauce, um, and just he understands like the the fifth and seventh rule. Mm, so right. it was just a bunch of that shit. The, so tens- just, the tension, the yeah, tension, yeah, the tension, and high, and just adding tension, and then just more tension to it when you end off on the beat. Like, like mean? so, like, like for instance, it, like wherever whatever the root key is, like what I I like to do, um, you just add tension to it whenever you end it so it's like the fifth key so it's like one two three four five and then one two three four five six seven so i just ended on the five and seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it just like adds more attention to it when you end off the beat and shit so they wanna, if they want to learn more about that what do they type in that exactly. I, the, I found that seven? video yeah 57 who do you see it off of i saw like a I really don't remember, but it's out there. Like it's yeah. out there. I know like, there's a dude named um, in the rule of fifth and seven. Whatever. Yeah, there's a. Dude I don't think it's called rule YouTube? of fifth and seven. Or is it? No, is it, no, no. It was this. It was this old video of this old lady teaching a bunch of old people, and she. I forgot what it's like. She's just an old lady, and it was, she was explaining music theory, and she had like this keyboard up here, and she was just explaining like chord progressions and stuff. And then she just sneaks it in there. She just says something about fifths and sevens. Mm. And then there was, and then like shit, she just breaks it down. She's really smart. Right. I, for, yeah. I forget her name. She has a channel though. It's it's like this old lady channel. Mm. Mm. So there's like music oh. theory. Mm-hmm. Music mm-hmm. theory, okay. But JB, you already do it in your beats, like right before the bar repeats, how yeah. it ends on that high note. And yeah. usually it feels like it lifts it up and it drops again. That's from tension. That's from the tension in it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, walk us through like your your production process. Uh, to be honest, uh, I just meditate first. Um, I just thank God for giving me a life changing hit that I haven't had yet. And then no, but that's from the beginning. You said what? A life changing what? Hit. Mm. And then just thank him. Just like I just like to thank him before I get anything. Like like to thank for I don't know for whatever you want. I don't know what do you want, right. McLaren. All right, thank you for the McLaren. Before just, you have it, yeah. Before you have it, just be thankful, and then just move forward, and then just grind it out. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't like to beg. Like if you don't beg somebody, why would you beg God? <laughs> like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like just be thankful, and then um, meditate, ten, fifteen minutes. Um, turn off my phone, and then just shit, just get to work. 
when you meditate, is it prayer or is it just complete silence? A little bit of both. Mm. That's just what works for me, though. Like, right. if you're an atheist, it's still going to work for you. Don't listen to me. Like, if you're an atheist, like, whatever works for you works for you. That's just what I do personally. You don't have to listen to me or you just take it however you want or however you un- your mind understands that. Mm. You're right. So, you know. Mm. You um like staying away from social media while you making beats and stuff. Hell yeah, bro! I've been focus? trying to stay away from social media. Like, like it's just so draining. It's just so <laughs> much going on, bro. Yeah. Just even talking about it is like, oh god. It's just just turn your phone off. It's kind of addicting too. Sometimes you know you're always yeah. like, oh yeah, and it's just like, damn, what's going on with him? He did that for real. Oh, yeah. And then you know, I just turn my phone off, put it on a charger, and just get to work. So, like, I seen the um. I seen you have a kid with Splice. Can you talk about how that came? How that came about? Yeah, it just hit me up, and they were like, "Can you make a? Can you can you make a a drum kit for us?" And I like to make a lot of melodies sometimes, so I just make like twenty, thirty melodies a day. So they just hit me up perfectly on time when I had already made like three or four hundred melodies. Mm. Yeah, three or four hundred melodies. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, I don't know. I just think the melody is the most important part, you know. Before the beat drops, the drums was just like whatever. I just made a bunch of melodies and shit, and they hit me up right on time. And I was like, "Well, shit, I'm just gonna give y'all the best melodies I made." Yeah. So, gave it to them, and they liked it. They promoted the fuck out of it. So shout out to Spice. <laughs> you see yourself doing any more kits or having your own kit store, or is that burned out? I'll probably drop one sometime this year for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like to share with everybody. Do you, Do you always um? Create melodies, or you use loops and stuff yourself, or sample. Um, lately, people with fire samples have been hitting me up. But yeah, I do like to make my own shit, though. I like to give it my own sound. But I'll I'll work on with some people's samples if you're my homie, like Dilla and Othello. These producers I work with, they're fire. Um, they've been my boys for the past like two years, and you'll see you'll mostly see me collaborating with them and promoting them. I don't mostly. Promote a lot of producers, but those are the boys. Like they Dilip and Othello, they're young, they're 18, fire. They're like better than any producer out right now. They're better than me. Mm. And they're they're just goats, bro. They're like walking goats. They don't even know it yet. Well, they don't like to say that they know it, but they're humble. But they're they're fire as fuck. So I'll use their samples and make beats with them. They were they were who I was sending melodies to, and they were sending me melodies, and we were just collaborating back and forth. Can you uh, give us some some sauce or technique, something that you feel like not a lot of people know about, something that you do when make beat? Um, just a swing, bro. Swing? Yeah, just a swing. Just the velocity and... Um, mixing, I mean, mixing, there's so, many, there's so many styles to mix. I don't even want to put y'all in a wild goose chase. Um... Just whatever sounds right. Just I used to in high school, I used to just listen to a lot of good mixes mm. and just like like engrave it in my head. This is what a good mix sounds like. Like Kanye's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like mm. how you can hear the eight oh eights, the drums, the yeah. snares, like how they're supposed to sound. Yeah. yeah. I would just listen to that every day. I would just listen to a lot of stuff every day. So I, that's just how I just taught myself to mix. Yeah. Like if my mix wasn't sounding like that or it wasn't as clear as that. And I was just fucking it up and just kept tweaking it, tweaking it until I, get it, until I got it right. Mm-hmm. You put anything on the master channel when you make beats? 
I use Ableton now. I used to be FL gang, but Dilipin Othello switched me over to Able uh, to Ableton. But I just put a multi bands dynamic and a saturator. Mm. Like a tape saturator or something like that? Nah, just like the saturator from Ableton. It's a stock oh. they're stock plugins. Mm-hmm. So I don't I wouldn't know what plugin for FL. On FL I used to put an isotope ozone. Mm. And I never put a limiter because like <laughs> Southside when I was starting off with spins and stuff and I was at Spins' house. Southside saw my my master and he was like, nah, little bro, nah. He was like, <laughs> he was like, take the limiter off. Yeah, he nah, took the bro. limiter off. He was like, nah, little bro, you never put a limiter on here. He's like, your shit isn't hitting hard enough. And that's when I was working with McConan and Pablo. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then Southside, I DM'd him the other day, like two months ago. I was like, bro, appreciate you like teaching me how to mix my shit. Like you helped me out a lot. Mm. And um, he was like, hell yeah, little bro, keep going. And then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he really just a lot of leveling it out and shit. What made so you like, switch? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna ask what made him, what made you switch to Ableton. It just sounds more clear. For real, it's, it's more knocking to me. To me, like to me, mm-hmm. it's just slapping harder. And the I like the work ethic, like the way you can work on it and stuff. It's just a lot. The workflow is easier. Mm-hmm. It looks complicated because when I was before I got on FL. I downloaded Ableton. I was like, this is too much. Like, <laughs> got too much like little stuff. But then it's just it's just like FL to the side. It's just like to the side. <laughs> so I was just like, like oh. down at the bottom. Yeah, like mm. FL is like this. Ableton is just like that. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, you can you can move around it as fast as you do FL. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I have a MacBook, so the the process was quicker. The sound card came out more clear. Everything just came out more clear. Because mm. I was running parallels on a MacBook, and I was running FL Studio, so mm. but it was just the plugins would take too much, or it would start to glitch out a lot. Ableton is just like all my plugins load up; everything is just quicker. I got yeah. a question for you: When you use FL, did you ever change the triangular panning law or any of that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the circle and the yeah, and, and then you have mm. to like fix it in the settings. Yeah, yeah, I did, but. I don't think my ears were tuned enough to hear the difference. Hear the difference. I just did what I saw on YouTube. I've heard some people swear by that shit, though. But I had the right equipment, too, to hear the difference, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What, yeah. are y'all, what are y'all talking about? The circular panel. Yeah, yeah. It's in the settings. Yeah. I never even heard that. I just, like, I just, yeah, my bad. Like, no, nah, go ahead. Uh, I, was, I, just, I was just using my headphones, bro. I never had, like, the equipment. But I don't know. I used to see everybody with equipment and uh, interface. But honestly, I just do everything out of my computer. No interface, nothing. What kind of headphones are you using? Um, my friend David just recommended me the ones I got. DD, what are they? DDI? Nah. The Sennheisers. Honestly, I saw a picture of Kanye in an airplane, and he was wearing these headphones, and I just researched what headphones he was using. Audio text? Nah. Were they the DT? Not the DT? Nah, it was this foreign name. It was this foreign-ass name with, like, a bunch of numbers. I broke them. I don't remember. Not bear, not bear dynamic. But y'all, just bear look dynamic. up the picture of Kanye in the, in the airplane where he's just bopping his head. <laughs> That's where I got it from. I was like, yeah, those headphones will be busting. So when, you, um, when in um, Ableton, do you feel like you can be more creative and you can uh, step out of the box more than in FL? I can just manipulate the sound more. Mm-hmm. I can, I can add like a bunch of effects and just I don't know. It's just. Just what I what I was looking for, I found it in Ableton, mm. and my drums just came out way more clear. It just I don't know. 
FL is really good though. I don't. They're both the same. I don't know. When uh mm. when Southside told you to take the limiter off the uh the master and he said your stuff isn't hitting, he said was he saying that because you're putting the limiter on there to make it hit harder when it should be hitting without it? It was on the it was on the master. Yeah, on the master. And it was like it, I don't know. I I really bro like I wish I knew a lot about plugins and the the technicalities. My friends know Dillard knows so much about that stuff. Like that's why when um I did this. This one video of me making a beat out of a pumpkin, like Dillip was doing all the technical stuff so I could just make the beat. But like he knows the technical stuff and the limiter. I didn't know. I just I just really just paid attention to it. Southside said and mm. I was like, shit, I guess I don't the know. Southside says it might. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Southside says it, his shit be knocking, so I guess he's right. Mm. Right. Do you do you have to get some of your beats mixed when you have placements or most of nah. the time it's solid? Nah, honestly, they don't even ask me for masters anymore. Because of Ableton. Like, they, I'm not the masters for track the outs. track outs. Yeah. They just go straight to the album. So mm-hmm. I like that quick flow, you know? Mm-hmm. So Ableton is real clean. It made me want to check out Ableton now. Yeah. You convinced me right now. <laughs> yeah, download that shit, bro. Do that shit. It's, it, Othello uses Ableton. Dillip uses Ableton. Anytime we try, we, I mean, track. When we make an album, we didn't, we don't send no track outs. Because mm. the the engineers fuck with us, you know, mm. make their jobs easier. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we see you. Um, you say you use KRK speakers, right? Sometimes, yeah. Not now. When I moved to my apartment, I just use my headphones, or I just use a Beats Pill. Mm. Right. Majority of my new shit, that like all this new shit that I made for Skies' album that's about to come out, is just straight out of a Beats Pill, or my headphones, or the new AirPods. The final mix, right out of the Beats. Hell yeah, I be mixing with AirPods. The final yeah. mix is right off a of headphone, Beats Pill, AirPods. Yeah, because the presets are the same on the master, so I don't mess with oh, the shit. I don't okay. mess with the presets. I just what have you mean? I have presets already. Like so. a template kind of thing? Yeah, a template, so mm-hmm. I don't mess with the template. Yeah. I just I already just know up. it's going to come out right, yeah. so I just cook yeah. up. Whatchamacallit, though, um, so with the KRK speakers and stuff like that, when it compensates for the bass, like a lot of producers don't like that. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's 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 another thing. Yeah, the KRK is the way the bass was coming out. Really? But if you can make it sound good on a shitty speaker, it's going to sound good without it. When on really good speakers, on like $10,000 speakers. So if it's slapping on a shitty speaker, you'll be straight. Mm-hmm. You know? As long as you can hear everything, you can hear the melody, you can hear the hi-hat, the 808 is not over loud. You're EQing stuff, you're good. Mm-hmm. Can you um, tell us about some things that you see as... Burnt out and producers should have left in 2018. <laughs> it doesn't have to be for producers. It be Begging for collabs on Instagram stories. Mm. Like the fans aren't following you for that. You begging for money. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you just get a job and you just beg your manager for money or your coworkers for money. Mm. Everybody's going to be like, what's wrong with this man? Mm. We here working. Mm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, we're working. Like, why are you begging for money? Um, um, I don't know. Just hating on people on Instagram. Comparing themselves. Um, I don't know, bro. It's such a list. I don't even know. <laughs> it's such a list. Yeah, you just, if you know, you know. So, well, with the begging for collabs, how do you feel about um, spamming in general? People, like, DMing like music links, DMing beats. Uh, just all that kind of stuff. Give me a chance type stuff or 
I'm a I'm a 16 year old producer. If anyone knows, yeah, stop this. using your age. Like, For real though, right? yeah. Like, there's so many there's eight year old producers that are hard out here, bro. Bro, what Dillop <laughs> told me he was making beats at eight years old on his mom's iPad. Thanks. I was doing the same. Like, I was on. The, I, I don't even tell people like. I've been making beats since so and so, but I yeah. was on the iPod Touch, no cap, like <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> no cap. I was yeah. like, yeah, an uh, Lagrange Band app or something. Nah, like it's that. just like they have a whole bunch of sequence, sequence and like beat making type apps. I used to use them when mm-hmm. I was little. Like I used to get on there. It's the same as like step sequence around FL. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same shit. Yeah, it's just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't count that hell. No. Yeah, yeah, it's, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so, so spamming is burnt out I mean it's been burnt out I, think I mean knows if you're starting off I can see why if you're trying to feed your family like I'm not gonna tell you what to do if you're trying to get your shit out there mm. do what you can to get it out there but it's maybe like spamming an artist isn't the best way or or like some people some people like to to CC me in an email that they CC like a bunch of other people yeah, and you yeah. see it and they think yeah. you don't see it. That's kind of Lead that shit down. in 2014. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 2014. Yeah. Um, <laughs> group messaging on Instagram. Oh, man. Like, what do you think? Are we all gonna be like facts, guys? Send that shit right now, bro. Which one of y'all signing this dude right now? What the fuck? I got dudes. I got dudes. They're like, damn, where the where you been? What are we gonna say? Metro, you see this, bro? Right. That group chat's going down. The group chat. Damn, that's too relatable. We said that, and then they swear they snap when they made it. Yeah. Like, this one's gonna fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. this, 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 this. Oh, yeah, bro. And then, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. It's going down in the group message. Yeah, the group chat going so crazy. So you see all them names in that circle like that? Cardi B. Know what's going on. All that shit. They're all about to accept this shit. Cardi B, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Gucci Man. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, kind of going back to reading. Is there any books that you're reading right now um, that you would suggest to anybody or any books? Damn, that I have? just turned my phone off. I wish I could show you on my ebooks. Um, I wouldn't recommend any of those, like uh, those crazy books that tell you to go do some crazy shit. Like what? 48 Laws of Power. Mm. Uh, too much. I feel like it's, you shouldn't even seek power. Yeah. Or even <laughs> try to be manipulated or try or to like... the art of seduction or the art of war. Why do we want to go to war? We got yeah. enough going on. Mm. We got enough profiling. Why do you want to know how to start it even more? Mm. Mm. I, even thought about I feel like I can sense like when I'm when I'm dealing with someone or talking to someone that like tries to live by that 48 Laws of Power, you can just kind of <laughs> sense it. Like they got like it's like brother. Yeah, when I hear that, I just laugh. I just I'm like, okay, all right. They try to dominate conversation. I don't know. That shit. Trying to. Body language is a good book, but those people that read Forty Eight Laws of Power, they'll manipulate body language, or Mm. or they'll. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't want to put people in a bad. I don't want them to have bad karma and stuff like that. I don't want to. Tell somebody, go boss up. I got this shit on my own. Da, 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 da. Like, uh, I don't want to say all that. So I don't know. Um, just religious books. Just 
there's some there's slept on the Quran, the Buddha, but the Bible slept on the uh, <laughs> like all the OGs, yeah, all the OGs, <laughs> all, the, all the books that have been around for thousands of years. There's a reason they, yeah, yeah there's a reason they're the most selling books. <laughs> they slept on the Quran. I got, a, I got a question. For you. I got a question. Do you feel like this generation was steering more away from reading books because, like, you got your phone? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and 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 then you have like the whole community. Of young people, like we, we might say, like we're just reading hungry. books is lame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When really all the knowledge, you know what I'm saying, could be in the books. Like how you feel about everybody just turning away from reading and just sitting on social media and taking in that type of knowledge instead of really learning. Mm. To me, what worked for me was just fasting. All the greats fasted. Um, Gandhi. Everybody that changed history, like if you try to change history, history will be nice to you. But if you try to, if you, if you know someone starving on the street and you go and you, and you feed him, you take care of him, that's going to change his look on life. So there instantly you just change history. So, mm. so you just change that person's history. So, and then uh, everything just starts to happen for you. So if you're trying to do that, go and read books that help you how to change history. Mm. So, if you're if you're I'm trying to think, how do I word this? That's a good answer, though. I know, sure. right? I'm like, that's there. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever read The Alchemist? Yeah, but that should lead you to don't. That's why I said don't listen to the psychics, don't listen to the witches, bro. Like you. And put me on. What would you mean? Don't listen to the alchemist. Don't listen to all that stuff. All that stuff is just telling you that it's up to you, that it's all about you, that it's all about what you do. And like anything that's just about selfishness, I try not to listen to that. Like I try to listen to something that's gonna help the community stop mm-hmm. profiling. Like how do how do people how do, how does everybody know all this knowledge, but there's still poverty out there? There's still there's still people being hurt, people are still greedy, profiling, all that stuff is still out there. We, mm. we clearly don't know what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just telling you what I notice in society. Yeah. How, how is everyone so selfish? So how did how did the guy that wrote The Alchemist die? I forgot. Oh, he died? Paulo oh, Coelho? Or, there was someone that wrote a book like it. What was it? It was like The, the Secret or something? Something like that. It was a, it was a the book. The Alchemist is about the boy that goes on a journey through the desert and stuff like that. To find his what inner the personal legend. Personal legend. It, it, yeah. it talks about the universe and God like I might be talking about the wrong book. Yeah. I might be talking about the wrong book. But I I don't know. When I was reading it, you just try to feel it out. You know what I'm saying? Just try mm-hmm. to feel it out. If you read something and you don't feel fulfilled and you don't feel you don't feel like, okay, this is what I was looking for. Yeah. I try not to pay attention to it because it just it it leaves you on this on this journey of to keep looking for more and more and more and more. Like the truth is the truth. Mm. The truth is not gonna have you looking crazy. Mm. It's not gonna have you looking around for another another similar type thing, you know, like another another parable. Like why are you giving me a parable? Tell me the truth. Tell me what it is. Mm. You know, because the truth is very clear. The truth brings clarity. Mm. What what's a parable? Like 
like the boy going around this. Like, just tell me about you. Just tell it. Just say when you do this, when you go and do this, go and this is how you find the answer. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, what? What What is what? Oh, he's trying to put it into different words and different stuff like that. Just tell us what it is. We we don't have time for that. So there's people killing themselves. There's people, there's people getting hurt. You know, Mm. like just stop bullshitting. Just tell us what it is. Tell us the truth. So break it down. Like if you if you broke something, if you understand something, I'm not. If I understand something and I know that it could help you, I'm not gonna try to mask it. That's what the occult does. A lot of people they tell you, the 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 population isn't ready for this knowledge. Mm. Hold it back from them. Why are you trying to hold it back? Why is a why is someone that, that knows that trying to hold back from everybody? If we all knew this stuff. We would be a different society. We would be exploring the galaxies. We would be, we would be right. way further ahead than where we are now. Racial profiling, all this stuff that we're dealing with now, it wouldn't be a thing. If we could just stop bullshitting each other and writing these books, like, let's just lay it down how yeah. it is. Mm. Let's, let's tell it to them. If they don't know, then just share everything with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like, that's what I feel about books like that. It's just... It's too masking. It's too riddle format. Yeah, it's too much riddles. Just give me the answer, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm going through a bad time. But I'm are, are religious texts kind of that form too, parable form? Like they tell it through some of them are, but the majority of them are they're dead to the point. Mm-hmm. If you read them, if you read if you read the Quran, it's dead to the point. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt others. Don't kill others. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you do this, <laughs> do that. Don't kill others. Don't yeah. hurt others. Right. Don't go here. Don't do this. It tells you, don't do this. Like mm, the Buddha, yeah. all that stuff. Don't hurt your brother. Don't want to kill your brother. Period. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because I remember like reading the Bible, it talks about, um, I know the 12 disciples were asking Jesus, like, why do you talk to these people in stories? Or why do you speak so much in parables? And um, he speak, He said, because that, I don't, actually he gave, a, uh, it was a, he responded with a parable, I believe I'm getting it right. <laughs> but it's, what I find is it challenging. It's also laid out very clear and everywhere else is everything's are very clear. But then there's also times when he'll speak in parables to make things easier to remember because we we mm. remember stories. Mm. We remember right, stories. Right. And then it also challenges us to figure out and seek the truth because we actually have to yeah, be looking those, for it. Those that want to look for it. Will, yeah, because you're right. You're it's right, like, I'll right. tell you something like a little parable, right? And you're like, what are you talking about? And you'll sit there and you'll meditate, you'll meditate. And then the revelation will hit you because mm-hmm. you're actively seeking it. Mm-hmm. It's not just right. like a, that seeking process. There's something to be yeah. said for the actual seeking process. Right. But imagine mm-hmm. if that person is a greedy person. Right. What type of parable is he trying right. to give me? You might be, you might be searching person, for goat. Yeah, for, yeah you for might nothing. be searching for yeah. something that isn't right. Like you'll, right. you'll know. Yeah. You'll know what type of person that person is by how he died. The way that these people die, you'll know who's knew the truth. You know, you'll know who, like the way that these people live their stuff and the way that they like, um, the way that they teach others and stuff, you'll know, you'll hear about it. Hey, have you read this? Hey, it's a reason not a lot of people aren't talking about the alchemist. It's a reason why, like, because some people, it's just too conflicting. That's why I said the OG books just tell you everything. We don't, we're looking for something somewhere else when it's all written there. But you also have to realize that when Jesus was preaching and when he was telling parables, look at the time that they were in. They didn't have iPhones. They didn't ha- we didn't, we didn't have a short attention span. We could sit here, we go somewhere to listen to you talk. Right. They traveled. Now, far, now yeah. you go on YouTube and it's like, okay, like I'm going to yeah. do that. I want a minute. Like, get to the truth. Like it's a different generation. Yeah, that's true too. It's a, it's true a different too. time. Like that was 2000 years ago. 
we didn't have cell phones. You couldn't call somebody and say, hey, I found out the truth. Hey, <laughs> this is what it is. Back then, it was so that the people remembered it so that they could go explain it to other people. Right. So, you could pass it down. Yes, yeah, so you could mm-hmm. pass it down. Now it's we live in a different age. We're, we're it's a different culture. It's it's let's stop. It's, you can't bullshit people anymore. If you're doing something, you can't bullshit them anymore. If you if you if you lie about something, people are gonna find out. But this whole country is based on parable. Like <laughs> kids, kids in school, like they don't even. They, we don't have sexual education. They don't teach you about credit. That's why graduate get fucking ass. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so the whole, the whole, the whole, bro, exactly. The whole thing is a parable, right? But imagine if you yeah. told them the truth, they wouldn't be fucked. Yo, up. when you graduate, bro, shit is fucked yo, up. When bro. you graduate, we gonna tell you to get in college and goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you get in college if you want to, but we gonna tell you you probably got you gotta get in college, so you gonna look stupid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like yeah. it's not an option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't even do the SATs. Shit. Mm. You know, uh, this is, I don't know if this is like, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but when y'all, and it kind of um, plays off of how I said, like people keep things from each other. When you first found out, uh, well, I'm thinking about this now, the book, The Secret, it means it's hidden from somebody. And when I know the first time I was shown I, The Secret, yeah, it was kind of like on some low key, like, yo, you ever heard about The Secret? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't tell nobody but about The Secret. But then when you look at the um the books that are in the old, like the Quran, the all those books, you got your grandma telling you read the Bible, read the Bible. Yeah. It's so blatantly always there. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that just made me something I just thought about. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are we hiding stuff? Can we grow as a society so we can fucking explore the stars already? So there's a reason that there's so many things going on we don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Oh my bad. There's a reason like stuff we don't know about, like Dude. because we keep holding each other things from each other. We keep holding people oh he doesn't deserve to know this knowledge how do i know you won't use that knowledge for good something crazy how do i know you won't change the world and then you change the world and that leads to the cure for this the cure for that you know what i'm saying it's just same goes for producers share facts. the sauce facts share the, all the sauce because then you get more sauce later on mm-hmm. you get the placements that you're looking for you get everything that you're looking for mm. overrated underrated <laughs> let's get to it <laughs> Alright, so uh y'all get me riled up. I know, right? I'm sitting there, I'm just like I'm ready to change the world. I know, I'm just like, like I gotta go home and just sit and just think for marinate a minute. Just, it, just right? marinate on this. Alright, so we got a segment called Overrated Underrated where we just give you five topics and you just simply tell us if it's overrated or underrated, and then we'll just go into it a little bit more. So I feel like I already know how you're gonna say uh respond to this one, but first the topic on overrated underrated selling crack VSTs as a side hustle. <laughs> I was just talking to someone like an hour ago about this. Like, what do you mean? Like, as a producer or as someone that sells them for that? A producer. Like, as a producer selling cracked VSTs yeah, like, or just like, a producer buying money. it from someone no, that does that? Selling it as a hustle, as a way to make money. Like the bootleg DVD, man. That's rough. That's tough. Because <laughs> bootleg DVD, man. That's tough because that bootleg DVD, man, could be starving. All right. And that, and. He could be in the worst situation. But we also can't just take people's shit. You right. know? Um, you read what you saw. Leave it up to karma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You read what you saw. Yeah. So That's if you crack those VSTs, go and feed the homeless. If mm-hmm. you go and do this shit. Don't just stay there and, and you know what I'm saying? If you make money off these plugins, go and help someone. If you do this, like 
As long as you're but helping people. I, f- I feel like with that, though, like, I'm going to bring up something that my boy JW says all the time. Don't just do something just because you're like, oh, yeah, I got to even out karma. If it's not your inner core being, no, nah, but if you, you want to help, help people, it, like, if you, if you, if, if you're starving, humans are humans. So if you're, no, human. I'm talking about the giving back. Like, oh man, I got to even out karma, so I'm going to go feed the homeless today. <laughs> not because you're in <laughs> No, no, no. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant if, if you get a placement, don't do it because of the cracked VSTs or stuff like that. Obviously, that's... You mean like your motive? Like Yeah, motive whatever your motive is, yeah. is is the point. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. Don't do it selfishly. Yeah, because, I mean, people are always going to do some shit. You know, right. I'm not going to sit here and be like, don't crack no VST, don't. And then I'm not going to sit here and tell you, buy $10,000 worth of VSTs. Because <laughs> no one has $10,000. No, that's not what I meant. Not that nobody has $10,000. But if you're doing that, I'm assuming you don't have $10,000. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. It's just, if it works... Like, now we buy all of our stuff. Now, obviously, we can buy that stuff. But as a producer on the come up, I don't know, bro. Just get it in how you got to get it in. I can't knock someone's hustle. Mm. Don't be surprised when you stole a beat or when you stole a VST and someone steal a beat. Yeah, mm. shit like that. Mm. <laughs> What's his name? Curtis King said the same. He was talking about the same thing. You know, he had, like, that thing with the Suicide Boys. They had used a beat that was real similar to his, like, for real. real similar. He made a whole um, video said, about he it. Said real. It's like real you similar. Same came and cracking, <laughs> huh? Like his karma came and cracking. Well, he, well, he said he's like, I can't even be mad for it. He's like, I'm gonna chalk it up for experience. And he's like, mm-hmm. I stole the VST. They stole the beat. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, I'm gonna use this as a learning opportunity. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I changed my whole perspective on it too. And one thing I'm learning from you is like, yeah, stop being so judgmental. Even though I thought I wasn't judgmental, there's things like I remember the last time we brought it up. I was like, I was so like. Yeah, if you selling crack plugins, man, you whack. You, you burnt <laughs> out. But then I'm like, dang, maybe, you know, you might be starving. Yeah. Maybe. So that's a lesson I'm learning. Steal a loaf of bread to feed your family type of thing. Yeah. Right, right. My mom used to do that in Mexico. That's why I just, like, my mom in Mexico, when we were in Mexico, well, before I was born, she was a kid. She had 12 brothers and sisters, and they used to steal from a bakery because our my grandmother was poor, and they had a house... Like, you know those metal uh, sheets that are kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's yeah. what their house was made out of. Mm-hmm. So they had to steal every day. Um, shit, when we were living in that church basement, sometimes we had to steal. Sometimes I had to jug some friends' Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It, but we were just going through it. We were eating with the roaches. So, shit, I can't say anything. It's not my point. It's not, I used to do that. So, Sheesh. <laughs> All right, overrated, underrated. Next topic, Puma. It looks fire. It looks fire. Mm. Simple enough. All right, overrated, underrated. Yamaha HS8 monitors. I don't even know what that is. You know, the, the, the Yamaha monitors, black and white ones? The ones oh, they have those at the studio. Yeah, I've seen those actually. I don't, I don't, when I was using them, I didn't like it, but I got used to it. So I you didn't like them? No. Nah. Because I know how the 808 was sounding originally on my computer, like the original sound of the 808. And then when I played it off that, it was kind of sounding kind of different. Yeah. But you have it, you have it. Those what are flat it? speakers. HS, uh, Yamaha's flat. Like HS8s, I think those are mo- the most flat of all. Because you got the 7s, you know what I'm saying? You got the 7s, which might lack some bass. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the 5s. 
that's no gonna that's yeah no bass is gonna have the highs and the mids unlocked. And some people just get the fives just to have just to hear the highs in their mix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then the eights is gonna be the full package. It's gonna be like a like a flat sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's probably why you ain't like it. Maybe it's like raw. so. It's, fuck it. Uh, overrated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, JB, so when you say it's a flat sound, what do you mean by flat sound? Like flat, as in like like he like he said like you know the KRKs had this like a an extra like a bass boost. Yeah, the Yamahas wouldn't have that. It'll be flat. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a true a true sound. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you if you go from using like like you said the KRKs and you don't like that, you use headphones. You know what I'm saying? You can tell the difference. Like it sound different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah. So what's the best way to get a true sound? Depends on how you work, cause like he said, like if he's using headphones and stuff, he might know how to make his mixes sound good in the headphones. But he might go to them flat speakers and be like, you know what I'm saying? It, but you it can make weird. it work, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If but you, he, know, he know how yeah. to make his beat sound good. You know what I'm saying? So really, anything you use, it's up to your ear. But for a producer who has problems um, developing his ear, he he, you don't need to use a speaker that. That's already right, uh, yeah. treated. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You need to use flat speakers because you don't really know. Yeah, you're okay. right. Now, yeah. Oh, so you're gonna train your ear yeah. to something that's. Oh uh, yeah, I was just about to say yeah. that some pro- some producers they think that they're training their ear a certain way, mm-hmm. and then two three years go by and you change your train your ear completely different mm-hmm. from what it was supposed to be, and then that affects your placements. It affects mm-hmm. how the uh, flex. It affects how the rapper hears the beat. And then they're just wondering, like, why they're not getting placements is because they trained their ear incorrectly. That's why we mm. got to share the sauce with our mm-hmm. friends. And Super gym. And yeah, mm-hmm. just don't train your ear incorrectly because it's going to affect you in two, three years. So if just play or be compared to something that sounds fire. Doesn't sound like that. Don't be stubborn. A lot of people are just like, oh, no, I know how to, I know, I know what I know. <laughs> don't this is the new song. Yeah, this, 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 this is a new way. Nah, bro. I can't even hear it. I'm different, bro. Oh, I'm bro. just different, bro. This is just different shit, bro. You just hate it. You said the new way. Um, all right, I got these last two topics done, but I don't really, you want to elaborate on those? I feel like, so rapper album placement, so basically chasing rapper, like getting on rapper's albums. The opposite of what you're about to do with when you drop your album. Chasing a rapper? No, nah, like having your goal to be to get on these rapper albums versus coming out dropping your own album with a rapper feature. Which I know you got to do that in order mm-hmm. to get to that even level. You got, you know what I mean? No, no, you, you like the stepping stones. Um... But like, there's a lot of producers like that's their main thing is getting on these rappers' albums, which I mean it's understandable. But we're just basically asking your your take on it. Like a big a big producer, or just like local producers, aspiring producers. I mean, I mean not local producers or local rap. Like, I mean, I mean rappers, like, big rappers, yeah, or local big, rappers. Well, any. Any yeah. rapper, you know, how they make a post and be like, "Like it's the credits, uh, and it's the credits for the album, like it's finna drop." You know what I'm saying? All the producers, I made it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, branding like yourself? No, nah, like we were saying, like uh, a major album placement, making like those albums. Yeah, like let's say they, like Gucci posted it. Okay, I, I got, I got Danny Wolf. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like making them, making the cut. Oh, making you know the cut. Can't be worried about it. You know, it's hard. It's gonna be hard, and if. It's just knowing the artist's sound, studying the artist. Don't just send him a fucking mariachi beat if he doesn't rap on that shit like that. Don't send him a cumbia beat. You know what I mean? Mm. You don't, that's not their sound. Try mm. to try to send them something that's their sound. And if it didn't make the cut, just work harder. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If it didn't make the cut, it wasn't hard enough. You know, if, you'll know when it makes the cut. It'll be like, bro, send more shit like that. That shit's going dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this shit. If you don't get no response, don't be stubborn and keep sending the same shit. Mm-hmm. Hold, just hold it on. Stay still. Just think it through. Okay, he didn't reply for a reason. I sent him 10 beats and I didn't get no response. Unless the artist is hitting you up and saying, bro, I'm using this for my album. Don't send it to nobody. Bro, I use this for this. Don't send, don't send him. Don't keep flooding him with trash, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just Unless you're getting response, then you know you're on the right path. If you're not getting response from Gucci, like you said, or something, mm-hmm. and you didn't send them the slaps. Jim, mm-hmm. stop flooding. Yeah. <laughs> that was a gem. That was a yeah. gem. Yeah, this oh, response that question is a big took all deal. kinds of turns. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you give someone a jacket, and they'll tell you, bro, thank you for this jacket. This is just my style. I love it. Yeah. Appreciate that. Then you'll know, yeah. you know? You could give it to bro over there and he'd be like, that shit. <laughs> he'd be like, I mean, that's cool. But but keep that yeah, here. he's just like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they're going to say thank you and say, yeah, bro, you're hard. That's what they're yeah. supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not supposed to hate on your shit. Mm-hmm. Some people are dickheads, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just get the get the right response. If you get the right response, keep sending them that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't switch it up. <laughs> like when you give me the jacket, you're like, yeah, this is cool. And as soon as you leave, man, this is my style, man. <laughs> Five. <laughs> because like two years later, he might see everybody wearing it. And he's that. like, oh, shit. Nah, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, nah, nigga, I'm about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the last one, um, overrated, underrated, producers rapping. Rapping? Yeah. <laughs> I just say that at the beginning of uh, shit. They be live for this over here. Yeah, live you. for this That's topic. That's my favorite you gotta come out the grip like Kanye. Mm. You gotta come out with a smash. This shit gotta come out with a smash. I don't know. That's just for anything. You know? Yeah. Like you extra com- cards stacked against you. Yeah, bro. Mm. You got all the pressure. Obviously, we know your beats are hard. Maybe you're trying to be a producer, rapper. You gotta be all in. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be better than the artist that you work mm. with. That's just my opinion. Don't mean to hurt nobody's feelings. Shoot, that's pretty much it for um, overrated, underrated. Yeah. Yeah, man. Appreciate you pulling up, bro. Thank yeah. you for having me, bro. Uh, for thank you. Fire episode. Hell yeah. I feel like I've been saying this every single episode, <laughs> but I'm like, this is my favorite one. Like every single one we've had, I'm we're like, going this is my crazy favorite this year for sure. All right. Facts. We're all about to take over. Shit's about to be done. Families, all that shit. But hell yeah. Hit that subscribe. Peace, love, and prosperity, y'all.